Hi, this is Dino Tripodis. Thank you so much for listening to Whiskey Business. And now it's time for you to enjoy what we call a little whiskey shot. A short little tale found along the Whiskey Business Road that deserves a shot, needs a shot, or was deprived a shot. This comes from our podcast with Michael Lazaro, where we talked about hair and so much more, but didn't get a chance to share the story about Cuba. A certain person and I snuck in on our 50th birthday. On your 50th birthday. I was in it. Were you in another country and then went it that way? Bahamas. Bahamas and then went that the other way Left around. Left our yeah. bags there and mm-hmm. took a boom into, yeah. And you were father. He was he was dressed like a priest. Uh, so was I. Well, not dressed as a priest. And but guess what? We're what? in a communist country. Right. They're agnostic. They don't care about. They don't care. They don't care. But they still have respect for the Catholicism. Uh, he was preaching mm-hmm. while there was guns around him. Yeah. And I was changing cash because they right. extort you 15 cents off of the I dollar remember. as soon as you walk in. But I got, now see that cigar you're sitting there? Yeah. My father, I used to steal him from his ashtray when he was four years old. And I've been smoking them ever since. Oh, wow. Partagas. nice Partagas. And I went to the factory. This is actually from Cuba, which... And you would, that's about six years old, that cigar, by the way. Which now we can, we can get more, ease, more, you more easier, easy, mm. easily. Legally. You got to be careful. I know. Because there's a lot of bootleg, mm-hmm. and there's a lot that are coming out that aren't real. Oh, I'm going to enjoy that. My humidor that. has been cured forever. But when we snuck in, uh, we flew in, and you walked in that bus, takes you, the mm-hmm. Jeep comes out with the turret and a machine gun you see the blown up jeeps everything you get on the quonset hut you get right. in and it's like going into a parkway you're checking in and what year what year is this dang. for you 1950 so 11 years ago 11 years ago 11 years ago that was when you went to cuba yes okay we still think he was alive yeah so, so i was in the late 80s early 90s checking so. in we're trying to it's one-on-one because you're in that big quonset hunt you stand mm-hmm. in line and it's next, next, and it looks like a toll booth because you can only see this light and you can't see any door behind you. Did you, did you mm-hmm, experience that? Mm-hmm. So you Not can't a lot see changed from the time I went to the time you went. Right. So we walk in. And if go it up ain't to broke, place. don't fix it. <laughs> Senor, passport, boom, okay, we're not going to snap it. Where are you from? United States, okay, boom. What are you here? Why are you here? We turned 50. I've been smoking these cigars since, they, since I was four. I just wanted to see where my uncle invested some of his money. I want to see the Tropicana. I want to see where he lived, where he played. They're very important to me. And he, she, I get the supervisor over. We don't believe this story, senior. Why are you really here? I, and I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to bite my tongue because I really want to assassinate Fidel. <laughs> but you don't want to hear that. Do you? No, no, right? Because no, no, I'd no, be in no. a jail. Yeah, yeah. But I have a customer. You, you would not be at this podcast no, right now. I have a customer who's a colonel, and the colonel said, get to Guantanamo. Because I got in great shape to run. He said, if you can get to Guantanamo, I'll make sure you get home. That's all I can promise you, if you can get to Guantanamo. So we get there after the questioning. You get through, and it's like a Mardi Gras when you walk in. Mm-hmm. And then they took us, and uh, unbelievable experience, time of my life. Now, you can go there legally. Yeah, now you can. And people say, do you want to go? And I'm like, it's chump change. And now it's... it's pedestrian. Well, because you were... Before I was under the protection of a communist, you were there there before. It's always better when it's not allowed. Oh, yes, right? When it's not allowed, when you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing, it's got a a sense of adventure to it. It's the first time, and you're not hurting anybody. The only person you're really potentially hurting is yourself, so there's no other loved ones in danger. Perspective people you'd be in that cell with, exactly. Yeah, there's that too. (laughs) There's that too. Now, 
Um, I will still go. I will go. I will go now. I will go now, just just so I can. You can go on a cruise ship. Yeah, I know, but I, and I'll go back. But it'll be different. It'll be entirely well, if different. If you take, I mean, you go, you have a nice time. One of the poorest countries, because you saw the diversity in mm -hmm. the color, you saw the diversity in the wealth. It's crazy, and they're never going to give in. But we're the ones that did it to them. But that was a, a very, very pretty, pretty. But the hotels never changed because we say at the Hotel National. And from floor to ceiling, marble. Marble. Everywhere you went. A bidet, a this, a that, marble. And the Everything. stuff you see with the cars. Yeah. The, the, True. Yeah. 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 Just like the Godfather. Uh, didn't exist. Mass transit, they take a semi. Yeah. They'd rail it, and you'd jump on every stop. And that was our transportation. Oh, yeah. So government owned the taxis. Yeah. We got in a Mercedes. John Cougar nice Camp was playing... On when we got on, I'm like, That's really? Funny. We get in the hotel, we drive in, or walk in, I'm sorry, and they didn't even look at us because we're two secret servicemen. They were wired and they had guns, and they knew they were pedestrians. Why? Well, I'm a six foot one tall American, and Richard is a, you know, five foot eight, you know, priest. <laughs> and I'm like, well, what are, who are you trying to get, right? We walk in, we get to the elevator, the guy's so stoic, he's like, Senor, how you doing? He's just looking, deadpan. We come down, go in the room, and you had to take the card out, and mm -hmm. the electricity went out. I don't right. Know if you experienced little, that, oh, no, they, they were yeah. very eco-friendly. Right. right. They were very smart about that. So we walked down. I go in my pocket. I give him five bucks. I said, where are the cigars? You would have thought I gave him $100. Because that was his day's pay. He said, boom, boom, manager, boom, take care of these two. We get a table, boom, 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 the cigar, the yeah, plan. crazy. We had a great time. I have a friend in Florida, a cigar maker in Florida, who goes back and forth to Cuba now all the time, and went and went before, too. I mean, he was an actual... Uh, Cuban. He, he, Cuban, yeah. National. He he lived there. Really? Yeah, he lives in Florida. Now he's got a cigar shop down in Tampa named Ulysses, and he's chomping on the bit for me and my brother-in-law to go with him back. Back and, to Cuba. Back to, and do it his way. Because they and all that, left. And that would be a good trip. That would be a good that trip. Would be, that would he, be... Because he knows. He knows. Because when they, he left, Cuba, uh, Castro took over everything. So they all fled. Mm -hmm. And they went to the Dominican Republic, they went to Nicaragua, but they took the seeds, tobacco, but there's only one thing they couldn't take, the dirt. Mm. And that's what made the difference. Because yeah. when you smoke that, and I'm, I hope you will. I'm going to enjoy it on my front porch tonight, I think. When you smoke it, you're going to know that it's like nothing else in the world. Thank you for that. It's the best. Hope you enjoyed the whiskey shot. If you want full podcasts, go to whiskeybusinessshow.com and any place else you get podcasts to enjoy the full flavor, if you will, of whiskey business. And until the next bottle, see ya.
I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. All right, you think that was good enough? I I hope so, man. I'm tired. (laughs) Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? Right. I've never done it. (laughs) I know, right?